Hey, this is Chris Clow with GeekNationAndMovies.com, and you are listening to Spawn on Me on ESN.FM. Welcome, everybody, to the Spawn of Me podcast. This is your host, Khalif Adams. I am joined this week and every week with my co-host, Cicero Holmes. This is episode 72. How are you doing, Cicero Holmes? I'm a mean old lion. Raw. <laughs> this entire show will be uh, multilingual. I will speak in lion, so white people will care about me when I die. When I'm killed by the cops, <laughs> growl. Too, too soon, Cicero. Too soon. Too soon. Rest, How dare you talk about? Rest in peace, Cecil, and your brother Zimbabwe. Or what, too soon. What was what was his brother's name? I don't know. Uh, I gave I gave up looking at any of that conversation <laughs> once once people freaked the hell out. Like I'm sad. I'm I, look, rich dude killed killed an endangered species. Yeah, that's what shitty and terrible. Yeah. But I'm. I'm dying. <laughs> right. I'm I'm being hunted and there's no Every day. right and there is no protected area for me. So no. so uh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, no offense. It's one of those weird things. Yeah, no offense, but uh you know, I wanna say fuck Cecil, but fuck Cecil. You know, I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a human. Oh, oh man, you can't say fuck Cecil. Yeah, I mean, you can't say fuck Cecil, but, but right, you know, I mean, you, you, everybody knows what I mean. Anyway, how are you, man? I'm how good. you doing? Everything's good. Um, it's Africa hot by you, anyway. So that was uh, that was so. Segue. Yeah, that was the segue. Um, yeah, this week has been pretty good. Um, the weekend, past weekend, was great. Uh, went to go see Slovenly Gamer Brother Milton get married um, in California. Um, and it was a wonderful ceremony. It was beautiful. Uh, it was a lovely, lovely day. A lot of a lot of little kids running around. It was great. Um, and then I came back to Portland. And it was freaking plantation hot, and I don't appreciate it because it was 103 degrees for like three three straight days, that's, and I don't appreciate it. That's bananas. Uh, yeah, and and people talk about global warming as not being a thing. Right. Portland is never really this hot. Right. And it was stupid hot. Right. Like we have had to retrofit our home to do things that it's not supposed to do. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, this is this is ridiculous. But um, that was a good week. Um, and I, got one, I guess I got one question extent. for you though. What's up? Were the hipsters still wearing knit hats? Oh, hips! Look, hipsters give no fucks about about weather. <laughs> they will rock. They will rock whatever the hell they feel is necessary for them to look cute outside in the street. And it was. I still saw. I still saw. It was 103 degrees, and mind you, it's like ridiculous. Like the sun out here is not like the sun in any other place besides that I've ever been, at least that had clouds and stuff. And people were still rocking flannel. Wow, wow. I saw a hipster dude rocking uh, a flannel shirt with some shorts and um, suspenders in 103 degrees of heat. <laughs> I walked past him. I walked past this man and I did the like Pope blessing. I like crossed myself. Dominus Omnis. When I, <laughs> word, when I passed him, I was like, hee, 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 haw, haw. I hope you are okay. I hope that you, I hope that you are still alive by the time that I ever see you again. I hope you, I hope we cross paths again and you are still living. Oh my God. I don't know how you just didn't like burst into flame. <laughs> Literal flame. Oh flame my Flame on. Literal flame. 
Um, so how was your week? Your week was all right? Yeah, man. You know, I mean, I'm here. And and uh, it, it was it was nice to be back. Um, so and then, you know, being able to listen to myself and 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 you and the great, great Colin Moriarty on on the show was uh was was wonderful so uh shout out to you shout out to uh colin moriarty shout out to uh all the people in Chicago who uh, took a listen who are new to Chicago, who are old to Chicago. cheddar bay biscuits are in full effect yeah our brother uh, matt lancaster shouted us out with some mcrib discussion i was like oh man i forgot we talked about mcrib yes anyway. sir <laughs> yes sir so so quickly i our colin moriarty moriarty show rami got robbed every time i hear him scream that at the beginning of the show it's mad hard mad hard is so is our, is our most listened to show to date yes we have broken multiple records yes. on on that on that episode alone so again thank you to to colin for for signal boosting thank you to the folks that kind of funny for signal boosting the show um and sharing it out and we got a whole bunch of new listeners and a whole bunch of people following our social media accounts so that was pretty damn awesome mm-hmm. um another thing that is pretty damn awesome is uh we just finished our first month uh our first i don't think it was a full month yet but right. i think basically chronologically it was our first month on patreon um and we have now i believe 25 25 patreons uh, thank you they are Thank, thank you for everyone who's donated in that short amount of a time. It's been really amazing, and we're, we we just hit the hundred and I believe hundred and twenty five dollar mark uh, a month. So that is a amazing way to kind of start off the process of us kind of crowdfunding our, our show and having that kind of support back us so that we can do bigger and better things yeah. in the future is really important. So. Uh, we're doing multiple things to kind of sh- uh, share the folks out that we have as our patrons. And um, we did a Twitter shout out this past weekend and we did a, a shout out on our Facebook page. Um, there's something cool coming up um, on the actual site, spawnon.me, uh, that I'm working on in the back end. Um, and also we're trying to find uh, uh, a person to design our Bricago, uh shirt or our our I guess our highest tier is the $25 mark and we're doing a special Patreon shirt for folks uh, who are doing that. So we're still looking for a designer for that. Um, So if you know any folks out there in Chicago, let us know who do really don't work. Uh, Maybe maybe we can work with them, Uh, but we're going to do a quick roll call of the folks who are, who are supporting us. And I think it's important that they, they get their due, especially on air. So I'm just going to run down the names really quick um, and say thanks to all of them. So Adam Sessler, Aileen, Alex uh, Carniho. I'm probably going to mess up some folks' names, so I, I apologize off the bat. Um, Anonymous Wombat, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> That's a great name. I don't know if just Patreon just does that or if it's someone who actually is just called Anonymous Wombat. Uh, Black Bandit Show, uh, Brian Covey, Brian Sabluski, uh, Danielle, David Wheatley, Elizabeth Hawking, Glenn White, Keith Lewis, Kiki Schur. Uh, Kimberly H, Megan Norton, Michael Williams, Mike Sugarbaker, Noib, which I think is also a dope <laughs> name. Uh, Pam D, Patrick Kirkner, uh, Quinn, Ryan Persuad, uh, Persuad, uh Sarah Overnall, Will Scotland, Xavier Galleta, and Zachary Greenberg. So if you heard your name, thank you so much for all of your help, all of your donations, all of your signal boosting. Um, we're going to be doing some other cool stuff, hopefully throughout the time that we do Patreon. We've been thinking about doing at another tier, uh, both 
a, a hangout a month uh, for those people who are at that tier. And also possibly if we get to a certain goal, a show a month, uh, an extra show a month for folks in Chicago. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and again, share that out and spread that out for folks who you may think would be inclined to donate and to share the love of Chicago. So, yeah, um, it's been a f- so, fairly big week. Yeah. So I just want to say uh, thank you to all of those people uh, whose names you mentioned. Um, we really, really appreciate it. If you didn't hear your name, all it takes is one dollar a month to uh, help us help us going going forward. I feel like Sally Struthers right now. Um, <laughs> just one dollar a month, you can help us. You can all, help all, all of Chicago. Uh, you can help two grown Negroes <laughs> right, right. follow their dreams. Yes, <laughs> of becoming podcasters and sharing the sharing the discussions right. of race and gender and right. marginalized people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, so I mean, but seriously, um, the more you guys help us. Uh, the more that we honestly, and I know it sounds kind of cl- cliche, but the more we can honestly do for you guys, um, you know, we want to we want to be able to cover more games. We want to be able to have the time to do uh, more coverage for games. We want to be able to go to the uh, places where games are being shown. And uh, in order for us to do that, uh, you know, we 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 need we, you know, we need to help. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And again, thank you to everyone yeah. who's and contributing. Thank you, yes, and absolutely, absolutely. And if you want one of those dope shirts, all it, all it takes is twenty five bucks a month. Word. And there it is. Um, so we've been playing some stuff this week. We have. Uh, I know. I know that um, I've been deep in the Destiny hole uh, <laughs> with Brother Paris from G- uh, GTR. Um, we help. Been doing lots of help. <laughs> hashtag help. If you if you ever look at hashtag help, it's basically either me, <laughs> me Paris, and some other and some other cool cats who we met. Uh, shout out to Truth and Justice on uh, PS4, and to let me see if I can find him really quick. Um, uh, Truth and Justice and Robbie, I think it's Robbie J. Uh, who taught us how to beat Skolas in a really easy way, which if you've ever fought Skolas, who is like the main dude in the prison prison of elders um, a part of the game, you know how hard that is and they change it every week. Uh, so, so let's see, Robbie, Robbie J or Robert Clark, uh, shout out to you. Cause he helped us. He is the, he is the Skolas whisperer at this point. He has, he has figured out the techniques and the skills to get us through it. So hashtag help is us when we suck and like are dying a lot and Skolas is beating us up. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of that for me this week. I also played a fair amount of Batman. So I'm almost done with Batman. Mm. Um, I really think that, that game is phenomenal. People who are still kind of sleeping on that game, you really need not to. It's, it's, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, so I've got a hand up in, in the corner. Cause I'm one of those people. You know what? It's not that I'm sleeping on the game. I, I I really do think the game is great. Um, my problem is that I enjoyed Arkham Asylum much more than I enjoyed this game, and okay. and the reason is that I just I love open world games for their ability to much like what Colin said last week. Um, you know, I enjoy open world games for their ability to just kind of jam in all of this stuff, but. Sometimes when the, you know, when the goal of the game is to tell this narrative, I just Mm -hmm. want you to 
to kind of, you know, nudge me along, nudge me along the pathway so that I can finish the narrative. And, right. and, and I feel like, I feel like Batman doesn't really do that. It's too open. There's too many things to do. Um, and, and on top of that, if I have to spend five more minutes in that fucking tank doing, you know, killing drones, I'm going to murder somebody. <laughs> the tank part is cool. Like the first time you do it, like, oh, that's cool. Da, da, da. But then you realize that they force you like you have to do it in order to, to finish, uh, you know, in order to progress in the story. It's just, eh, you know, like, say, you know, save that drama for somebody else's mama. Yeah, I'll say this, though. I think that the issue with and and I kind of agree, like I, I'm more of the I love the narrative story parts mm-hmm. in, in open world games. I'm, I mean, I'm agreeing with you on that right. part. It's just that the way they do it in most Batman games is they pull you along to a certain part in the story and then they pull you directly away from it, which I find really annoying. Right. Right. And it feels like they're doing that to artificially lengthen the game. Mm hmm. Now, mind you, the stuff that I played is kind of cool, but I want them to just be more explicit about why they're doing it as opposed to trying to loop it in as like side things. I guess. I don't know. It's difficult. It's uh, that game. The game so far has done everything I thought it should do. Right. It starts off really strong. um, And I think the one thing that I wish it wouldn't do is try to make me care about more than one thing at a time. (laughs) It sounds stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's like well, Khalif can't can't process things. Mm-hmm. He can't multitask. But it but it's like I know in the ethos of Batman, like crime is happening everywhere at all times. So it does make sense in that way. But as a game player, I'm like, you have me really enthralled in this one thing that I really want to do. I want to fuck up the Arkham Knight. Yeah. But now you're telling me to go fight and go look at these people who are robbing these banks. Yeah. I don't want to go. You don't have to do it. But it's another distraction in the route of you doing the, the main task that right, you want to do. Right. So if as you're role playing as Batman, you you would be remiss if you didn't go and find those bank robbers because you're Batman. Yeah. I mean, I'm supposed to also spend two minutes of my day crying about my dead my dead parents. Right. So right. Won't right. they make that a mini game? Right. right. Well, you know, that's real life. They could do it like <laughs> they could do like Mortal Kombat. They could do like Mortal Kombat when you have to test your might and you bang on the buttons fast enough to make them cry. Yeah, there you go. Or or just do like Call of Duty. Uh, press the oh, X press button. X to cry. <laughs> press X. To press X. <laughs> X to cry. Um, yeah. But the, so what else have the, you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, X to cry. I forgot all about that till you said that. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I been playing? I have been playing. So. The game that I think has taken everyone by storm and by surprise has been Rocket League. Yes, yes. So, so yo, so Rocket League. If you don't know what Rocket League Rocket League is, it's basically soccer but with cars. Right. What? Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know soccer with cars. Who would have guessed it? Um, the crazy thing about Rocket League is I didn't know how much strategy it takes to make a goal happen. Until you start playing with people who are ten times better than you, right? And then you see, and then you get mopped up by like a six to zero score, and you're like, "What did what what just happened? It was like a Ronda Rousey fight. Like, what just happened? Right? <laughs> like, I don't know what just happened to me, and why we're down six nothing right mm-hmm. now. So, 
I know you've been playing a little bit of it, yeah. and I, I know that it's been something that we've kind of talked about in the background. What, what are your thoughts so far on it? I mean, it's so it's brilliant. It, it works. It, it's really fun. It, it's one of those games where, like, again, there's like you don't realize how much strategy there really is to it until you start to play it. It, it reminded me of, like, it reminded me of iDarb. It's like PlayStation's mm-hmm. iDarb, um, mm-hmm. where you know it looks prettier than iDarb but you know but i mean you know part of the appeal of iDarb is it's 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 you know low low fineness um but uh but yeah i mean it's just it's just a fun party game now i don't know i say it's a party game but i don't think that you can do local co-op so you yeah can, so it's, uh, it's just i it's think just you can yeah, i think you can cuz yeah. i've seen people with like the parentheses next to their names okay. when they play Okay. So I think you can do local co-op, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's usually either you can do a 1v1, 2v2, 3v3, or 4v4. Uh, and then you have ranked matches as well. Right. Um, the interesting, really interesting part is just how you you do have a tutorial, but a lot of people don't use it. Right. And then when you actually go through the tutorial and he and see some of the things, you're like, "Whoa! Why didn't I ever use that before?" Right? I didn't understand it. So like, I can fly. This, yeah, like one, you can fly because you have this boost mechanic. Um, so you have your normal speed, and then you have this boost mechanic that on the on the PlayStation is the circle button, um, and you just gives gives you a boost of speed. There are these these pads on the ground that if you roll over them, um, you'll you'll get some more of that speed boost back. It's like you have a meter on the the right hand side of your screen. Um, that'll give you some of that boost back. But I didn't know until yesterday, and I've been playing this since it came out, since the beta actually, that if you double tap the jump button, you basically do a forward flip. Yeah. And that'll get you get you across the map in half the time than if you actually tried the boost. Right. I was like, nobody told me this crap. What the hell? Yep. <laughs> I could have been using this forever and not, not sucking so hard. Um, so it's been interesting. There's a couple of things I'm really pulling away from it. Is one, I wish that we had a spawn on me league. I would love to have a spawn on me league. It would be so dope to have a spawn on me league. If there are people who want to play, let us know because we would love to make a league yep. and then have like some competitive Twitch stuff going. It would be really dope. Yeah. Or some competitive hitbox stuff going because that would be really dope. Right. Um, and also, I wish that our logo was in that game too. That would be awesome. <laughs> I saw Team Fat. I saw Team Fat in there. Oh, and yeah. I was like, Kind of funny has a has a flag in there, oh, so you can wow. decorate your cars with uh, one. You get more cars the more you play, right. um, and you get these decals that that you can kind of adorn your cars with and, and mix and match and wheels and hats and stuff like that and these flags. And kind of funny has a flag. They have a team fat flag. I want right. a spawn on me flag. Psionics, yeah. hook us up. Word. Let us know how yeah. can we do it. Yeah. I want to make it happen. Picago, right. tell them that you want a spawn on me flag in the game. That'd Boom, that is work. Yeah, so. Uh, it's it's been nuts. I've had some crazy like one day that we played. We had six back to back overtime games, and it was crazy. I have it's been one of those games that has brought people out of the woodwork that I hadn't seen play on for a long time, right. and that's been fun. Yeah, that's been really cool. That's been cool. Yeah. It's been it's been crazy. You've been playing on Xbox. You've been playing on, P- on no. PS4. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. I think it's. A oh, PlayStation. Mike, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's a PlayStation you're right, you're exclusive. Right. I keep so. thinking PC. I keep right. thinking it's on another platform. It's on PC. Yeah, but also PC and PS4. So you've been playing it on on just PS4 as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So I, you know, I just I just went in. It was the. Uh, PlayStation Plus game for or one of the PlayStation Plus games for July 
So I just make, you know, I make a habit of, of course, downloading those games because, you know, they're free and uh, free mm-hmm. is for me. And, uh, and you know, and then I kept, you know, and I downloaded it. I hadn't played it for a while, but then I kept hearing, you know, hearing the buzz. And I was like, ah, you know, let me let me check it out. I've got a couple of minutes to to burn and was like, whoa, this is this is fun. This is fun. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. So if you guys have a PS4, um, get yourself Rocket League. If you enjoy playing with people and you enjoy fun, uh, then then play Rocket League because Rocket League has people and fun. I think I think honestly so far. If we were to do the 2015 Spawnies right now, it would be my surprise game of the year. Hmm. Because I think it does so many things right that a lot of games haven't figured out yet. Because it brings together these kind of small aspects of sport and strategy and... Graphically, it's not. It doesn't have to do a lot, but it fits the aesthetic. Feels really good, right? Um, and like all the all the small intangibles of what you need to make a, an arena kind of sports game right. work. And it's very um, accessible. It's very. It's accessible. super accessible, right. and that's that's the part that makes it awesome. Is like you can get anybody to learn how to play it right. really quickly, and even if you even, even if you mess up, you can still be an integral part of your team just by being in the space. You just in in and around the ball, you can you can you can hopefully maybe make something happen, right? Um, yeah, and I have some replays I'm probably going to upload or something like that, and, okay? And 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 put that stuff on the Spawn of Me YouTube page and stuff like that because I think it's I think right now it is the game that is bringing more people together than any other game that I've seen mm-hmm. on console, right? Right. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. So good right. job to to the folks over who were made who were making Rocket League. I think we should reach out to them and see if we can get them on the show. That would be great. Yeah, that would I would be love awesome. to have conversation about like how and why and what. Right. Because they supposedly this is or this is like doing gangbusters as far as downloads go and beat the. I think they had a previous game that came out that was very similar and they they beat that by a milestone. So. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to y'all for that. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, you know, big up, big up to to Sony. For making it, it's the the one of the PlayStation Plus games of the month, um, and it's in, you know as its debut. So um, it really they really did they did a lot of the same things that uh, that Microsoft did with iDarb in, in terms of you know giving it the type of push so that people can go out and play it. And it is available. It's available on Steam, um, but it's also available uh, exclusively on the PlayStation Four. I'm telling uh, you though, exclusive on the PlayStation Four. So. I'm telling you though, it's really it, it just is another testament to how good Sony has been on the indie side of things. Right. Shane Bettenhausen and Nick Sutner and those and those cats over in that division, Shahid, um, I think Kamal Shahid Kamal, I believe, mm-hmm. um, who's doing stuff on the Vita side. They have been doing such good work over the past four to five years of snagging stuff like the sale that they have going on right now with N plus the summer sale N plus N plus plus N plus plus sorry N plus plus Galaxy that's going to be coming out next week Uh, the day that this drops it'll be out Um, they had Journey up uh, in the summer sale if you already already purchased it and then at the end of the the end of the sale at the end of the month they're going to have everyone's gone to Rapture they have a lot of stuff coming it's going to be interesting because that's happening Xbox is going to be talking a lot of stuff next week about Gamescom so we'll be talking about that next week right 
they have been touting that they have the biggest lineup and the best lineup that they that they've ever shown. Um, so there's a lot of stuff coming in the next week and a half to two weeks uh, as far as game news uh, happens. So yeah, you know, stay tuned for that, and we'll we'll, we'll be covering that as well. So yeah. um, word. So what I've been playing besides Rocket League is something that's super nerdy. Uh, you know, admittedly super nerdy. It is uh, Elite Dangerous, which mm-hmm. is the first game that's part of the Xbox preview program. Mm-hmm. And um, it was full release on on the on Steam, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you can actually well, actually, you can purchase it directly from the their site, and then I think Steam will let you run it through right, the client. Right. Okay. I could be wrong. Right. But, you know. Uh, I'm usually wrong. That's eh, okay. I, I won't hold it against you today. Um, but Elite Dangerous is is available via preview on the Xbox One. If you decide that you, you can get uh, a 60-minute preview for free, and if you decide that you want to purchase the game, you get it at a discount at $31, um, which is a weird, it's thirty ninety nine. It's a really weird price. Does that um, open the full the full game up yeah, to you at yeah, that point? Yeah, but it's it, the game at that point is still um the game is still in in the preview stages. So you know, it's it's not a you know, I mean it's a it's a pretty much feature full game, but it does crash. You know, like it's not a full release yet. So you're still dealing okay. with with issues every now and then. Um but uh, the game is a space exploration slash combat game that exists completely within the Milky Way galaxy. So within our galaxy. And there are something like 400 billion unique stars within the galaxy. Hmm. Um, and you can travel faster than light. You start with one sh- really small ship. And you can go out and do combat, or you can do some trading. You can do a mixture of both. Um, there, I mean, there's so many different things that you can do, and it it is, you know, completely nerdy. You're, you know, you're you're plotting, you're plotting light jumps, um, faster than light jumps from from one place to the other. You're uh, trading. You're doing some smuggling missions. You've got to dock your ship. You got to evade the Federation police. There are different factions all throughout the game. Um, there's so many different things that you can wind up doing in the in the game. It's so so dense. It's definitely not for everybody. It there is a, uh, a there is a learning curve that. At least at, you know, when we talk about Rocket League, Rocket League is super accessible. Elite Dangerous is the opposite of that. It's, it's the <laughs> polar opposite of, of Rocket League. And when it comes to accessibility, it is it is daunting. It is intimidating when you when you get to it. Um, but once you know it, but the but to learn the controls is very, very easy. So if you don't get overwhelmed by the fact that, you know, you just don't know what you're doing when you first pick up the controller and you give it a little bit of time, you can really start to understand exactly what's happening in the game. Um, but again, if this game is, I really feel like it's super nerdy. It, it speaks to me in all the right ways. It is a siren song for me. Um, but I, you know, but I'm weird. 
So <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know if if everyone you know if it'll it'll sing to everyone the, the same way that it sings to me. I've been waiting for a a game like this um, where you can go out in space and explore things and do all sorts of really kooky shit. Um, but uh, but you know not everybody has apparently their like their black holes. Um, there's, you know, it's all, all of these different things. It is, it's no man's sky before no man's sky comes out. The only thing that, the only thing that's different is you can't go to the surface of the planets yet. Uh, apparently they're talking about building a patch so that you can do that. Um, Mm -hmm. but it, but it has all the other aspects of no man's sky and the, and it has one thing that no man's sky won't have which is multiplayer. Um, so you can play the game in three different modes. There's solo play, there's group play, private group play, and then there's open play. And, huh. and you know, solo play is uh, obviously you're playing by yourself. There are still NPCs out there that are flying ships that are doing things, um, and you can interact with them. But there aren't any other human players. Uh, obviously, private group. You and your friends get together. You join a party, and then you go out and you and you 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 know you fly around. You can fly in a wing, um, you know, a wing of up to three different ships, um, and then you you know you go out and wreak havoc, do trading, do whatever it is you want to do. Um, and then there's open play, where you just you're out there in the in the open with you know thousands and thousands of players you know depending on where you are and where they are in in the in the you know in the galaxy and this is literally a galaxy it's huge it's you know it's it's so expansive um you know uh, so uh, and and random things can happen so funny thing happened to me there's a facebook group for the xbox 1 version of the game and in the group, they've decided that they've, they, you know, they've determined where the home world is going to be for the group of people that are playing on the Xbox One. And you can go, you know, we can all go there and we'll join a faction and we'll do missions together and that, and that kind of stuff. Well, when I'm doing regular missions, you go, you know, you land at a space station, you get missions um, from different places and they may be at most three jumps, three light jumps away. So FTL jumps, you know, so you go faster than light, you hit a star, then you jump to the next place, you hit a star, jump to the next place, hit a star, then go to the station and do your thing. Well, most of the time it's like three jumps away. Well, this place, the the place that uh, was the home world for the Xbox One users uh, was like 45 jumps away. And I couldn't get there or as I was trying to get there, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop at this place and I'll go to a space station and I'll refuel. And I got to this one place and there was no space stations next to the star. So I was like, all right, I'll jump to the next place. And I jumped to the next place. There were no space stations at that star. But then I I only had enough fuel to fly around that system. I didn't have fuel to go to the next space station. Uh, or jump to the next place. So I was stranded. Um, and 
So I'm flying around and I see this. Someone sig- like give you like a space jump. Right, like, right, exactly. Some you, space give me a space fuel toe. into your stuff. Right. <laughs> so I like I fly to the signal that I see out in the in the uh in the open and when I get there, I get to the signal like, Oh, what's over here? Um, these two giant cruise ships come out of come out of warp and shoot the shit out of me and destroy me. <laughs> and wait, it was so like, you, wait, so do you think that they were trolling? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. They set up a trap. It oh, was wow. actual people. They set up a trap. We're waiting for you know the unsuspecting people to come out there, and then they fuck you up. And that's exactly I mean, salvage like, all your stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that, I mean that's the hope is that you know you've got goods on you, and they can so you can really break down the minutia in the game. So like. Uh, when you go to dock at a at a place, you've got to request the docking, and then they give you a docking port that you have to go and and dock at. Um, when you're engaging in a fight with someone, you can target different systems on their ship. So oh, like, that's dope. yeah, so like you can scan the ship and then check their cargo and see see what cargo they have, and if you like their cargo, you can shoot their cargo hold. And um, when you shoot their cargo hold, their cargo will dump and you can pick up their cargo. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. You can pick up their cargo and then and then, you know, and then like you have it. But now you've stolen cargo. And if you get scanned by a cop, then they'll either try and shoot you out of the sky or you get fined. Can you be can you be a cop or is the, are those are just NPCs? I think those are just NPCs, but there are different factions. So you can join a faction and um, if you go into a system that's like the, you know, the, the enemy of your current faction, you can attack those cops. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. So, yeah. So, there, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of different things going on. There's so it, it, the game is so, so dense. It is super nerdy. So if you are a super nerd um, like me and you really enjoy sci fi and, and you want to get your your uh pilot han solo on or uh live the lazy days of lando calrissian before he lost the millennium falcon um Ooh, what are you what are you talking what are yeah yeah talking yeah about? i'm you know i'm saying things i'm exactly exactly these are things that you don't understand Kali. <laughs> so um you know i'm talking to the rest of Chicago right now um yeah so if you guys uh think that that's stuff that that uh raises up you know raises the flag on your flagpole give give elite dangerous a try um on your xbox one you got like i said you got a 60 minute preview check it out and then for 31 bucks it's 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 really a a great deal i can't stop playing it It, it, you know i'm really really enjoying it so Um, so the question i have really quick is so if I am a complete noob to Elite Dangerous, right. what are some of the first things that I should be doing when I go and play this game? Um, so the first things that you should be doing are um, the tutorials, or at least most of them, learning how to dock and, and um, you know, light combat and flying. Then when you get into the game, you want to go, you want to jump into a system and you want to go to a nav beacon. And at the nav beacon there will be a bunch of ships coming in. They'll be, you know, traveling from all different sections of the galaxy. They'll be traveling in. And you want to catch somebody 
that when you scan them, you want to catch someone that's wanted and you, you want to shoot the shit out of them and destroy them <laughs> so you can collect the bounty and you'll raise a lot of money. And then once you raise, you know, once you raise enough money, you can get different ships and you can outfit your ship with better shields and better guns and and, uh, you know, uh, power couplers and and b- different cargo bays. And I mean, there's there's so much minutiae to this game. I mean, it really is a PC game on the console. Right, right. So, so, so stubby stand tip, catch somebody slipping. Yep, yep. Catch them all <laughs> slipping. Just sit there and just, yeah, just just collect them all. Collect them all. Um, oh, my goodness. So, uh, another game, that, a game that I probably want to talk about next week, and I'm thinking about getting it, is um, King's Quest has finally been released. Nice. Um, King's Quest came out uh, July 29th, and uh, what's interesting about, about King's Quest is that it is um, episodic, which is definitely preferable to me because, you know, because then you can, the, each each portion of the game is, is, is something that you can easily consume. You know, a couple of hours gaming is, is very easy to do. Um, so, yeah, so King's Quest is out. And, uh, and you know, I want to check that out. So hopefully next week I'll be able to tell you guys about King's Quest. And also I just wanted to say that uh, Elite Dangerous is from uh, Frontier Developments. Those are the guys who did it. Um, it's a really great game. Uh, and hopefully I'll be able to say the same thing about uh, King's Quest and, and what Sierra has been able to do with that. Nice. Um, a couple of quick things. Hopefully we will be able to have some more discussions in the not too distant future about Windows 10 that just dropped yes. and how that integrates with the uh, Xbox One and some cool stuff with that. Again, yes. those are things that we're trying to look forward to to kind of purchase and buy with Patreon and other funds and blah, blah, blah. Um, but also, I just bought The Order on PS4, which I have not started yet. And according to Sharif Jackson, it is his most favoritist game of all time. So Really? Uh, no, he hates that game. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> he, he rage quit the hell out of that game yeah. on stream. It was amazing. <laughs> it what was he think he's amazing Paris? to watch. Huh? <laughs> what do you think he's Paris? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to start playing that. I may I may do like a walkthrough kind of let's play thing. I've never really done one before, but I think, you know, that's what the young kids are doing. So I'll, I'll try it out. I'll see I'll see if I can get that stuff together. Um, I thought so it was too expensive still. It was 20, 30. 20, I got it 28 for. Bucks. Huh? 28 bucks on in the PlayStation store. Well, I ha- yeah, it was 28 bucks on the PlayStation. So which for me was my threshold. I was like, once it goes under 30. Okay. Because I'm not going to go troop to GameStop to go get it. I should have, but I also know GameStop will probably still have it for like 40, right. 45 bucks. And it's not going to, it's not going to kind of go down in price until they have, until, until consoles have their like Steam sale mm-hmm. thing. And that's never going to happen anytime right. soon. So, you know, they're, they're doing some, some other cool things with the, with the store, which we're going to talk about after the break, but that was my threshold for that particular game was like once it goes once it dips under 30 i may cop it and it dipped under 30 i was like all right let me let me just get it okay um so uh the the thing that has been on my mind we're gonna talk about spawn for good um if you have listened to our show if you have been following what we do um we have 
started our social justice program, our social justice platform, Spawn for Good, um, last year with our Black Lives Matters um, streaming weekend. And again, thank you to everyone who contributed to that and everyone who participated uh, in that. Um, and we've been rethinking about what we want to do in, in that vein. Um, we've been trying to kind of wrap around our brains what we want the next Spawn for Good uh, activity and, and streaming weekend to be about. Um, and it's been a really hard week in a lot of respects. It's been, we still have the remnants of the Confederate flag stuff that's happening. There was a big rally in Georgia that happened where like a whole bunch of, a whole town basically like ran out and showed their love for the Confederate flag. Um, and also we had the killing in the, the video that emerged of the Sam Du Bois uh, killing by, by the police officer. So a couple of things came to mind. Um, one, when we devised Spawn for Good, we knew to a certain extent that the things that we wanted to tackle weren't going to be easy topics to tackle. We, you know, this this weekend uh, prior to this taping, um, Summer Games Done Quick has been happening. Uh, the sister or or <laughs> cousin of um, uh, I think it was it uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. Right. Um, which is a, a, a week long, I believe week long charity event where they pick a specific charity and, and, and have lots of people do uh, quick plays and, and speed runs of games. Um, and the conversation that I had uh, was about, you know, there are easier charities to kind of donate to. We see this happen often where they're, they're reasonable and like awesome charities to donate to Charles play and, 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 uh, and, and others where, you know, it's about sick children or it's about people, people with cancer, or it's about all, you know, they're doing doctors without borders for the, the awesome game. I'm just for the uh, summer games done quick. And I thought, you know, I appreciate those parts being there, but I also think that there are other things that we could be focusing on, as well you know we saw the video that happened and immediately he was put in jail the the officer was put in jail right. and within eight hours he had 10 percent of his million dollar bail money already funded right. right and i said there's got to be a way i'm tired of seeing all these folks who are getting away with killing killing fairly innocent people innocent people let's mm-hmm. say it innocent right, people right they're not it's not fairly right. not fairly innocent people with no recourse and then magically multiple hundreds of thousands of people sending them money directly to, to, to counteract their, they're not, <laughs> they're not innocent deeds. Right. And I got really upset this week and I was like, you know what? There's gotta be a way to combat that. We need an opposite fund. If the, if that's, that's the, the default beta term for it is we need a default opposite fund where if folks are going to donate money to these people, who are doing terrible things. We need some way to counteract that so that we can help support the people who were affected in these acts. Mm-hmm. And this is where Bricago comes in. This is where everyone else comes in. Mind you, this is still a brain fart coming, coming to fruition. <laughs> this is still like infancy phases of what I'd like our show to be able to do. But I want to figure out a way that we can help affect the people who were, were killed and the people who were lost and, and other, other, kinds of topics and other kinds of um, discussions that we could be having for the greater good. I would love to do something for Planned Parenthood. I'd love to do something for um, uh, uh, what was it? I think who, who was the person who Kiva Bay, Kiva Bay shout out, shout out to Kiva. Uh, she said that there were some trans organizations that she would like to see us kind of focus in on. Right. Um, okay. uh, who was the other person? Let's see. I had their name right here. Um, 
eight sure. eight miles per hour Ansel Ansible um, on Twitter. Um, I'll shout him out in the actual show notes. He said, "Why don't we do something for for schools, uh, for school supplies, library books, uh, coding and writing uh, programs, uh, things like that?" And I was like, "You know what? That would be awesome. Let's see if we can use our Spawn for Good platform." For the not easy charities, for the semi even maybe controversial charities that people don't understand are actually out there and can be of some help. So here's where you all come in. We want you to tell us what you want the next Spawn for Good to be about. We want you to all say, hey, this is a thing that I find no one is talking about. How can we do something to make this better? We want to partner with other folks. We want to see if we can partner with organizations to make that work. Color for Change has been sending me emails out the ass when everything happens. Hey, if there are folks from Color of Change that can help us out, we want that. We want you to be a part of this. If you're part of Planned Parenthood, we want to see if we can do some work with you. There are lots of folks and lots of organizations who are doing amazing things, but people are too scared to touch those things. So we want to we want to be the opposite of that. So I don't know. Right. I was rambling for a whole bunch. See, so, see, so so shut me up. No nah, man, I mean everything you said was uh was right on time. It was uh right on point. So I, I just let you go. I let you go when you when you you were feeling it. You caught the I spirit. I was feeling it. I caught the yeah. spirit. It was a it was like me in the yeah. the halls of justice yeah, banging on the exactly. doors knocking down oppression. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and you know and that that's that's what we need to do and and um if if you if you've been on this ride with us for a while even if you haven't been uh with us since day 1 um you know that we're not afraid to to I mean fuck I just I just I just cursed out a lion that got killed <laughs> tragically at the, the beginning of the show like we're we're not afraid to come out and and say the things and and talk about and big up the things that that are in quotes divisive and they're right. only divisive uh, much like again i've really loved the the show that we had last week um you know colin really broke it down um if you don't have an understanding and an, an appreciation for history then you probably should shut the fuck up until you do have one um and you know a lot of the things that we talk about that are controversial, that are divisive, wouldn't be divisive if people had a really um, had a had a truer understanding of the history of this country and the history of of the issues that we were that we're talking about. And, you know, and until that happens, we're going to still be there. And even after that happens, we're still going to be there um, banging the drum for for things that that need more people to bang the drums for them. Um so uh yeah so if you guys if you guys have an issue that you think is that you think is important and isn't getting the spotlight that it needs and isn't you know and, and is 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 helpful to mankind and and uh and you know all of that jazz then let us know let us know yeah and, you know we'll take it we'll take a look at it um i'm not doing a telethon for uh shoes for leprechauns um, <laughs> we are not anti-leprechaun. I just I, I'm, I'm right. I'm not anti-leprechaun. Um, you know, my my uncle was a he was he was Scottish and he made this leprechaun flute. And wait, um, what? Oh, you've never seen the hood leprechaun, the leprechaun hood, not the movie. What? 
there's there was a there's a video there's a video on YouTube. I don't even YouTube. know where this is gonna go. Yeah, there's a video on YouTube about um about people finding they said they saw a leprechaun in a tree in the hood somewhere somewhere down south. And it is fucking hilarious. There is a guy that comes out and claims that he's got a leprechaun flute that he got from his Scottish great-grandfather. Um, and that will lure the leprechaun out. Um, and there is a there's an eyewitness hand drawing of the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> it must be seen. It must be seen. Um, oh my god what is happening you're welcome Bacago. Uh, oh god yeah stop yeah stop stop listening now and then check that out and come back yeah Um, come back yeah (laughs) so yeah so so we we do again like she just said (laughs) pre-leprechaun we want to we want to spotlight things that aren't getting that light and also before we before we move to our break we want to spotlight um, Sharif Jackson, and we want to sh- we want to spotlight his gaming f- looks good uh, video series on the YouTubes. Uh, he's like killing it as usual, and we want to make sure that we give him some love. So we're gonna run a quick promo, and then we'll be right back after that. What's up, y'all? This is Sharif Jackson, host of Gaming Looks Good, a YouTube series where we focus on diversity in video games, race, gender, and sexuality. Check out the full archive of videos at GamingLooksGood.com. All right, cool. So that was our Gaming Looks Good promo. Shout out to Reef Jackson for doing his thing, as always. Um, we love him because he is the bestest. Um, he he's been doing a lot of cool bestest. stuff. He's He's awesome. We yeah. love Sharif. Yeah. Um, so usually what happens after we do that is we usually have a music break. But we don't have music breaks anymore. We're going to talk about that real quick because I think we should. Um, so we just don't want to get sued. We're, we're pulling our Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> we're like, we don't want to get sued. So if you do not see or hear any music breaks in our show from this point forward, unless and I guess maybe the only workaround for that is, is if folks send us possibly stuff that they have given us specific license to play. Right then maybe we'll incorporate that back into the show. But unfortunately it is a, it is a part of the show that we have needed to remove since we have now joined the Patreon family in that way. Uh, we, we don't want to raise the hackles of people, uh, of, of, of artists and we don't want to necessarily not pay them. So we want to make sure that we're doing that in that right way. So, right. We don't, we don't want to take all the money that you guys are, are giving us to help the show to, pay lawyer fees and <laughs> and other things yeah we, because bmi and ascap licenses are really expensive yes yes <laughs> so yeah. so it may be possibly i don't even know if this is a thing uh we'll have to do some searching about this but maybe that's something that we can incorporate into into the video that we do or the show that we do that's just for patreons maybe that's a thing um, so maybe we'll see. Right. We'll, we'll, again, but, we'll, we'll figure that out and then we'll, we'll get back to you on it. But, but independent artists get at us. Yeah. that will be cool. Know, you know, Samus, Mega, Mega Ran, Jean Grey. Um, shout out to Jean Grey. Cause she's doing big things too, man. Oh, um, shout out to my, shout out to Matthew Hartnett, who is a friend of mine who was playing with, uh, Lauren Hill the other night when she was on Jimmy Fallon. So shout oh, out to him. Oh, word. Okay. Horn sections, what up? Word. Um, 
So before we before we skip over, um, I think we should. Uh, what's that thing that we do see? Oh, uh, you know, I mean, we should break it down. Break it down. So what has happened in the past week? has been really interesting. So we, we gave Sony some love for, for picking up Rocket League and for picking up a lot of indie games, a lot of indie titles. And a lot of it has been done on the backbone of uh, PlayStation Plus, which is, again, if you're not rocking PlayStation Plus right now, I don't know what is wrong with you. Um, so they're doing something really interesting, and they're, they're basically copying Steam. Uh, so if you've ever been on a Steam sale, when and your wallet will tell you that you've been in a seam sale is right. <laughs> is what they'll do is they'll put us a, a whole block of games up for sale and then they'll do this section where they will say hey the next game that you want to see in this sale bundle vote on it and then what will happen is the, the one that gets the most votes will then get a discounted price so some some uh, interesting and amazing folks over at NeoGAF found a, a screenshot of Sony doing that on their store. So there is this um, section in the in the dashboard that's called the What's New section. Um, usually it's a feed of everything that you've been doing, every, everything that your friends have been doing, games they've bought, accomplishes that they've, that they've gotten, trophies that they've won. Um, and someone saw this one section that was like, uh, let's vote. It's like the let's vote category, PlayStation vote. PlayStation subscribers can now vote on certain titles. And I had three games at Zombie Vikings, Amarillo, and Grow Home, which is that game that is on PC, I believe, now. Um, and it looks like they're trying to demo this out. Or at least it's going to be a feature that's going to be coming soon. I think mm-hmm. it's fucking brilliant. I think right. it's something that is going to make PlayStation Store even better. Uh, what do you think, C? Well, uh, um, a couple of things. First, first and foremost... Um, I cannot stand the uh, PS4 layout. I can't. What? I can't. I can't. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. It, it is nails on the chalkboard for me. Really? Uh, yeah. I just. I, I do not like it in the least. It, it just really. It bothers the shit out of me. Um, Wait. But, what part? So. So. Like the what's new stuff. It's. It just seems like. A hodgepodge of different things. So you you know you see so you you know you, t- you you turn on the on on the console. You've got the store, and you know that's cool. That's easy to see. Then you see the what's new. Then you drill down into the what's new, and it's just a bunch of different shit. It's just shit everywhere. Oh my gosh! And uh, you know how are you even <laughs> supposed to find <laughs> this voting thing? Because it's just there's just no way. There's no organization to you know what's there. What's supposed to be there? What you're looking for? What you want to stumble upon? None of that stuff seems to make any sense. And and you know, and maybe it's because I'm on my Xbox more. Um, it just and, and not to say that the, the the Metro UI sucks in general, but it, right. it's it's got its best use. It's most useful on the Xbox One, I think, and maybe on tablets. Um, and you know i'm i'm again glad that windows 10 is out and available for users now um so i um i can't wait to see what that integration looks like when they when they push that out to the xbox 1 and uh see you know 
see what the the front end looks like but i much rather use that than if you know like if i wanted to find the section where they were vote you know where they were voting on the next game the x next games with gold game there would be a little column on the right hand side of the home screen where it'd be like oh hey vote for the next games with gold game boom mm-hmm. and and that would be it versus versus you know with the ps4 it's if they implement this it will be in that what's new section but you got to fucking find it that's dumb um it's just yeah, dumb they, yeah they don't they don't they don't curate that stuff really right. well i wish there were options for the what's new that's more right. like filter this out or exactly. Sh- show exactly. me this yeah so right. that makes it, sense yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's 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 not well done um and from that perspective what is well done is is this new idea um, or, or not new idea, this idea that they've borrowed from Steam um, where you where you will get a chance to vote on the games that will be free, um, uh, you know, for the in the upcoming month. And that really gives you some control over the games that are out there. Plus, um, it gives it raises your awareness to the other games. Right. So right. so like, yeah, so there may be some new game that is free. But you look at these other games and you're like, oh, well, you know, what is this other game that I would have to vote on to see, you know, to see what the games are? And then you find them and you're like, oh, well, this game is interesting. How much is it? Oh, it's, you know, it's 10 bucks. Sure. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll buy that game. It it sounds pretty good if it didn't, you know, if it didn't become the free game of the month. So, I mean, that part is great. What what my fear is, is that we won't see the big triple a titles anymore or the titles with with name recognition um in in playstation plus and the playstation plus free games uh for the month when they start doing these voting because you know they're not going to throw uh grow home against assassin's creed black flag you know i'm just throwing right. throwing two names out there because um you know obviously People people will pick Assassin's Creed Black Flag because that's the game that they know, and even if they've already played it, you know they own it already, and they're gonna vote for it because you know I know that game, so I'll just vote for that game. Um, you know, hopefully it doesn't work out that way, and but I but I I doubt that. I think what this what this kind of indicates is that it, they won't. They're going to have fewer of those games that people know games that are older um in in the in the uh the library of playstation plus games or or you know the the library games that will be available going forward in the future if they Uh, if they put some newer stuff in there i mean which they won't but i think if they put things that were like the order in there in that mix Mm -hmm. that would show that they are committed to both pushing out first party stuff or pushing out a particular kind of genre of game or say, Hey, there is some DLC maybe that's even in there. Right. I think that'll be cool. It also just is another reflection of just how much steam pushes other platforms to do stuff. Right. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like steam to a certain extent has been on the forefront of all these things. I think yeah. the next step, if they could really do a summer sale, like the same way that they do it on steam mm-hmm. that would be amazing they do i mean the they they've been doing some cool stuff with the with the their own version of that 
Um, We talked about that a little bit earlier, but it's it's still not the same. It doesn't have the like breadth and depth of of the ones that you'll see on the Steam show. So right, yeah. Microsoft Microsoft's doing doing similar things where games are heavily heavily discounted. Um, But again, it's it is it is to to uh, to your point. It 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 pales in comparison to what what happens in Steam. You know, uh, but to be fair, Steam's library is much much greater oh yeah um and 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 they have they have this track record and it's proven of how they operate and and both microsoft and sony are very new to committing to digital only um in in a very real way so Mm -hmm. um I, i i am hopeful that going forward uh, both companies are going to get more aggressive, and 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 I think that if I were, if I had to forecast, if I had to hashtag stubnosticate back when the uh, when the uh, consoles were released, I probably wouldn't have hashtag stubnosticated that they would be this <laughs> this far along. Its branding is very important, boys and girls. Um, <laughs> it, it would I wouldn't have I wouldn't have predicted that they would have been this aggressive with games this early on. Um, you you look at like the order. The order was twenty eight dollars. Um, twenty eight dollars if you had PlayStation Plus is thirty bucks um, for. Uh, for non PlayStation Plus members, but again, if you don't have PlayStation Plus, if you don't have Xbox Live, what are you doing? Um, but uh, the fact that that game is thirty bucks five months after its release is that's pretty aggressive. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very aggressive for for uh, you know for first party games on consoles. You know that's unheard of. Um, at this at this point, so uh, so kudos to those guys, and hopefully going forward, we'll see them be even more aggressive with uh, with their sales and what have you. Word, um, and some other aggressive folks that we are seeing in the space are the folks over uh, at Hitbox. Like, Hitbox, like what you did there, bro. It was like butter, like butter, yes, like butter. Talk amongst oh, yourselves. Talk amongst. Go talk. Um, go, yeah. <laughs> So Hitbox is basically the other rival to Twitch, right? right. So Hitbox is based out of uh, out of the the EU, um, and they are um, trying to s- supplant uh, Twix. Twix. <laughs> Twix. I'm hungry. Twitch. <laughs> trying to supplant Twitch. <laughs> yeah, they they're really going after the caramel market. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, so what they've do what they're doing is on Twitch. If you are uh, a streamer who is on and have a certain amount of viewers per month, uh, and on a consistent basis, and you reach a certain plateau, a certain a certain milestone, I should say, you can then become partnered. Uh, becoming partnered then opens up the ability for people to sub- subscribe to your stream at a, a price of like five bucks a month, and then that will hopefully bring you in some extra money into your wallet, right? A lot of people stream super hard to try to get into that group so that they can then start to make some money off their their hobby. Hitbox is saying what we're going to do is we're just going to open that up to everybody, right? which is kind of awesome. So 
They 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 uh, announced on their blog. They said starting today, all registered broadcasters uh, on Hitbox can participate in revenue streaming, revenue sharing through video advertisements and, subs- and subscriptions. It says while Twitch and other live streaming platforms currently offer revenue sharing only to a very small fraction of their broadcasters who must main uh, minimum viewership numbers, we are erasing that requirement on Hitbox. So here's the interesting thing. We have been talking a lot about what the next steps for Spawn for Good are going to be. It would also be kind of awesome if we could start to build that viewership on another platform as well. Mm-hmm. Twitch is easy to use because consoles have kind of integrate, integrated that. It is a little bit more difficult if you do not have a, a breakout box or a capture card that you can kind of use on, on Hitbox, which is hopefully something that you know Sony and Microsoft will figure out at some point. I doubt it because they have such big uh, contracts with Twitch. Right. But right. I've also seen Hitbox be really, really interested in showing other work besides just the ones that we've already seen. You've seen that with ADAF last weekend. Right. Shout out to you folks who did an amazing job. I, I peeped some yeah. of that. It was great. Um, if you haven't seen it, go on Hitbox and go check out the archives of those streams. It was amazing stuff shown. But they're willing to give alternative or out of the box kind of streamers and and companies and organizations a platform that twitch to a certain extent has shied away from again the same conversation that we had about spawn for good about what are the what are the easier kinds of um things and charities you can donate i doubt that if we were to do a black lives matter stream again twitch would ever promote it right hitbox may not promote that either but they've at least shown that they are willing to kind of delve into other groupings of streamers doing not controversial, but other kinds of other kinds of streams. So I think that's kind of cool. I think that's really dope. I don't understand sub emotes. I get it. They said sub emotes are for everybody here. Everyone have some, I get it. I kind of don't like sub mode on, on Twitch. I think it really is kind of stupid. I appreciate the fact that people do it, but it locks out a whole section of your viewership who you want to be engaging with. And I guess maybe that it's just so that you can like divert the flow of traffic, right? It's like, right. you know, you already have a crazy amount of people who are watching your stream. You can't engage with everybody. That kind of calms down the flow of info. So right. I, I don't well, know. What do I you mean, think? What do you think about yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to that kind of stuff specifically, um, you know, it's it's important to to make sure you acknowledge the people who butter your bread. Right. So so. Uh, um, you know, sub emotes are important um, because it's it's a way of acknowledging someone new to the fold um, and, and it makes them feel special, even if it's for a second. And then, of course, uh, you know, again, when it comes to having separate content for subscribers, it's it's because those people have shown that they're committed to you in, in a very real way. They've put their money where their mouth is. And, and you know, obviously, um, as a result, they receive a little bit more attention. Right. Um, right. You know, right. and that's, you know, that's only natural. It's only fair. Um, uh, as far as Hitbox is concerned, they are thinking um, buzzword, uh, buzzword alert um, outside the box. And um, and they are. And they're doing exactly what they need to do in order to to garner those people, those people that, you know, I mean, we talked about this months ago back when there were, you know, there were a lot of changes in Twitch and that, the you know, people were going to 
be looking for a different place. And, you know, um, and, and some people probably sat back and said, well, Twitch is what everybody knows. Uh, Twitch is Twitch is easily accessible. Um, I don't really like this place. I don't like the way that they're doing things. I'm, you know, I'm less impressed with what's happening now that Amazon is, is, uh, is the owner. Um, but I'm, I'm really kind of stuck. This is Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know, now that Hitbox is doing what they're doing and because they're so aggressive, uh, with, with being who they are, it's showing people or it, it probably will incentivize folks who were on the fence um, or less enamored with Twitch than they may have been in the past to to move over to Hitbox. And, and I really applaud that. Uh, you know, I'm just the mere fact that you can go on there and and start streaming and generate revenue for yourself is will incentivize you to continue to stream so you can generate even more revenue for yourself. But, you know, before, you know, on Twitch, you had to hit a certain plateau in order to, to really start to, to reap those types of benefits. Um, and, and, you know, the fact that you can start doing that immediately on hitboxes is fantastic. Yeah. So, I know, I you know, know that, that, um, absolutely. I know that our friends, uh, Tanya to pass over at any diverse game cipher of tier, right. Uh, who's been streaming a lot uh, on Twitch, she started to put a... She, she made made an account and was having some issues because they had... Again, it's not as big as Twitch. They don't have the kind of support that Twitch has. Right. And it turned her off a little bit to it. And I'm hoping that she still thinks about doing those kinds of streams on that platform because I think the 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 benefit that I've heard about Hitbox is that they have a way less laggy streaming service as far as delay goes so you know when we did spawn for good last time we did a lot of fibbage and we did a lot of call on kind of response kind of games that you would have to check the chat to see when people would be um answering questions and things like that and i think when she did her stream with that was more just like hey you pick where i go that was really interesting, but there was a huge delay in the amount of time between the, the responses that she got and the time that she had to go and make a decision, and make, just make the choices, make right. the actual choice. And if you play a game like that, you you have a timer in some aspects. Right. So she was I, MacGruber. I, yeah, kind <laughs> of, sort of. Hit the button, hit the button. Right. Um, so, so I, I want to see, I want to mess around with Hitbox a little bit. I am lucky enough to have a capture card, so I may try to, to, to mess around with it a little bit. Um, we'll post that in the, in the show notes, I think it's Hitbox TV slash Spawn on Me podcast. Spawn on Me podcast is the okay. is the name of the channel there. Um, so we'll so we'll see about that and, and, and mess around with that because it'll be kind of interesting. I would love to see if they would support uh, endeavors like Spawn for Good in a real way uh, right. because then that would be a great home for us to do that and not have to worry about politics. Right. Um, so the last story of episode seventy two is we're going to talk a little bit of basketball. Uh, we talked a lot of a lot of sports last week, but um, 2K16 announced their pro am mode in this really dope trailer. Uh, we'll link to that as well. Um, so here's the thing about 2K. So 2K has been infamous for not sharing information until fairly late uh, before release. They have kind of changed that up a little bit. They talked about the Michael Jordan 
uh, collector's edition that they're going to put out that has like a vintage mic card in their in their card collecting game um, and some other cool goodies is, you know, virtual currency that you can use for your my player and your my play career. Um, hopefully you'll be able to buy a new do rag for uh, frequency vibrations when you <laughs> when you when you play him in the game. Um, so the pro am seems to be a replacement for if you're familiar with the Jordan rec center in the game. So my my player was this uh, online mode where you would make a character you would try to rank them up and then you would take them on these virtual courts and these virtual courts would have virtual beef with each other <laughs> and right. you would win virtual games and you would get virtual stuff. Right. Um, the Jordan Rex sent virtually, um, <laughs> literally. So, right. you just, <laughs> so you would go into the Jordan Rex center, which was like the Pantheon where all the big name people who had all the cool rank would go. They're kind right. of wiping that away. Um, so the cool thing about this mode is that they're trying to combat a couple of things that they had issues with. If you're familiar with, with any 2K sports uh, games, you will know that the hardest hit aspect of their game platforms has been the online section, which is the thing that most people want to play. Um, and supposedly, I put, I put a big supposedly in front of this, they are trying to do instant matchmaking. So you won't jump into a room like before, the last game, 2K15, had you sit on these spots on the side of a court right. and basically wait to call next. Mm-hmm. They are erasing that. Supposedly, they've gotten their network code up to snuff. We, that, that'll be a thing. It'll handle up to 40 players at once, each instance of, of the Pro-Am. Um, and what will happen is you can basically do all this crazy customization. So if you want to make, and we're going to do this, I know I'm definitely going to do this. I'm making right. my, Bur- my my Spawn on Me Burkago court. So yes. you can make a court with your own logo. Uh, you can put all these like uh, decorations around your, your uniform. You can do a lots of, lots of cool stuff with it. So the interesting part is going to be the customization. The really cool thing that they may get killed on is the online stuff. Right. Is if it, you put that instant, out there, yeah. if you put that out there that you're going to have instant matchmaking and there is any kind of glitch, you are going to get killed on the Operation Sports Board and on all the other sports sites that are out there. And we know last year their game was basically unusable online for the first two weeks. Right. And and it might have been longer than that. I think it might have been for the first month. I could be wrong. But that's going to be something really interesting. What do, what do you what do you got on that, C? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm digging the customization aspects of of Pro Am. That's going to be really cool. Um, the the online stuff. Um, they it was about a month. It was like three and a half weeks before they had gotten the net code down and 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 made sure everything was working. But here's the thing about 2K and and the players um a month is not that long of a period of time because we're so used to the game being broken until until the that first patch comes out you know i've said it here plenty of times there are two games that you buy um you know there's there's the 2k basketball that you buy in october and then there's the one that works in like december um and and this year it was the game you bought in, in October and the game that worked in November, which was like, holy crap, you know, there's, this is 
this is it's a it's a new benchmark for for 2K. So maybe they are getting things, you know, they're able to work with things um cuz if you were, if you if you guys remember 2K14 was unplayable until the new year. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just it just didn't work. It didn't work until until literally into January. So um so you know maybe they maybe they've got things they've got things figured out and if they're if they're coming out in August or July as it were um, and saying that they're going to have instant matchmaking on a game that's not coming out until October and when they normally don't release you know practically any information until September then then they must have the shit down they must have it down and, here's the and, thing you know, too maybe it'll be a week or two weeks right. but. It'll be it'll be something. Here's the thing too that I noticed, and this is something that I I worry about for them. Right? Is like we had we had the Czar on the show twice. Shout right. out to you, Nino. Uh, we're looking to get Scott Scott O'Gallagher on the show because yes. he's because he's awesome. Yes, Scott, Scott 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 and Mike Mike Wang or even Rob Jones Rob Jones um, Rob Jones Rob Jones. Um, so the thing that bugs me out is like Ronnie 2K and LD 2K, who are the that's their names on Twitter. Those are the two right. folks who are doing their PR, basically. And they're really vocal in the community. They, they play right. with the community often. They're always at events. They're always doing this stuff. LD 2K was doing some bold shit on Twitter after they dropped the Pro-Am trailer. He like did a vine that was just him dropping a mic. And he did some <laughs> other stuff. And I was like. Yo, I really hope for your sake that you have stuff on point because people are going to rake you over the coals if it is not right day one. And that's the problem is no one has ever said on that side, hey, we may have some issues on day one. Like everybody knows every online game at this point will have issues day one. But if you go out there and say specifically, we have instant, instant matchmaking. That that right. raises the level of expectation tenfold, right? Right. And if you don't hit that, it's going to be a real problem. The yeah, the other part of this kind of announcement that I thought was really cool actually was, and I and I want everyone to kind of look at the trailer. If you've played the latest WWE game, they have basically taken the customization aspect of that game and thrown it into the new Two K basketball game, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So live came out um, around E3 and talked about their game face technology, which basically moved it from you having to be in front of your PlayStation camera or connect and using your phone as the way to like put your own face in the game. Right. 2K is upping that with the like you can put your own logos in it. They even did a recreation in the video of the old Supersonics court, which was awesome. Um, you can add your right. own text to your own jerseys and all this other cool stuff. So, you know, we'll have like a Bracago jerseys and all that cool stuff. But using that tech from one game to another is really cool. I wish it, I would see more of that across platforms, across games, across a lot of um, IPs. I wish that, you know, they would use game face in everything. I wish that they would use this kind of WWE customization in a lot of other games. Wouldn't that be great in, you know, what other what other what other kind of game that they would have that you would kind of be able to use this stuff in? So what's something that you have some customization in? Uh, I don't know, some open world game. I don't know, I don't something know, like know. that. Yeah, I don't know. Like we, you know, so you could get your character. Well, well I, so as far as um the technologies crossing over, 
Um, EA Sports has done that for a while. Game Face, um, they started with Game Face, I think, in FIFA, but then you could bring it to Madden, and they brought it to one of the Tiger Woods, I believe. You can you can do some Game Face, you know, do the Game Face stuff, and they did it with, uh, you know, you just sub- submit pictures, um, you know, directly to it, so much like what they're going to be doing with the game face now if you take some selfies and and use it that way and it and it worked really well um i remember my game face uh for fifa and madden looked pretty good until uh i was out on the court and i wasn't or the field and i was like three shades lighter than i should have been um, <laughs> but but my, you know my but my ufc I mean, characters is hello Right, right. <laughs> but I mean, but you know, I mean, it, it worked pretty well, and and you know, Leafy Green and UFC looked uh, looked really good. Looked a lot like you. He looked like an alien, uh, though. His head was huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Hey, uh, I just want to let you notice. Uh, your your head ain't your head ain't that small, son. Um, <laughs> Cap, Cap, Captain e, Captain Ego over here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my head, my head gets big because uh, you know I'm, I'm just the fucking greatest. I got um, mad thoughts in there. That's why. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I got lots of shit to get out. Um. But here's a, here's the thing about 2K and and you know those the cats over the, the NBA the NBA 2K uh, team. They don't rest on their laurels, and you know a lot of people give them shit about uh myself included about you know things being fucked up um when the when the game releases um the, you know the fact that there are two games that you get the game that the game that you buy and the game you know after it gets patched um but year after year I go I go back to it and the reason I go back to it is because the features in the game are amazing and you know when they do implement features and they do work they are spectacular features in you know in what is inarguably the best domestic uh sports franchise annually mm-hmm. um it and and um so you know i really have to applaud them for never resting on their laurels and really going out there and and figuring out what they can do to top themselves so um, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't wait till it comes out and I get a chance to see what Pro-Am is like and, um, you know, get to play with frequency vibrations and the whole Spike Lee joint and, you know, doing my career and, and my GM and, and all that other jazz, man. Speaking of which, my, my GM team on 2K15 is a beast, son. It's just a beast. I hardly play that, to be honest. Because uh, I get... Yo. I play it, but I also get really frustrated because it still does the whole like you didn't set this pick at the right time, so you should get docked points. Da, 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 da. Well, that's that's the that's my that's my oh, career. Oh my career! That's oh, my you career. mean my team? Oh, you mean the, the yeah, pick my, the my, my GM? No, my GM. That's the my GM mode is where you play. It's like you know standard franchise. You go in. Oh. You're a GM. You're right. You're, you, right, you're you know, right. You know, you do all the the trades and you do all that shit, and you have an owner and you talk to him. I bought I bought my team by the way, but um, my squad <laughs> so, my squad is so dope. My squad is so dope. It's ridiculous. My dude, Leafy Green has like the best layup package of all of all guards. So I'm just saying. Oh, okay, we got George Gervin. Yep. Yeah, I can finger roll. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man. I you know as 
as we gear up, uh, as we're in the the NBA off season, we got some you know some more NBA news. I'm really excited for what 2K is 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 bringing. Um, I I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, this in, but this instant matchmaking, you know, they left themselves no ambiguity there, so it better work. Um, you know, a, a, even even if it doesn't work day one, it, it needs to work at some point sooner rather than later once once the game releases. So yeah, yeah, I'm and I'm super excited for for that game and for Madden this year. And it's gonna be yeah. a, it's gonna be a really good year for sports. It um, is, it is. It it's really gonna be is. a very good year for sports. So yeah. uh, we're about to get up out of here. Um, C, uh, can you share the social media business with our lovely Bricago fam? I can do so. Our social media business is as follows. You can follow Khalif and myself on Twitter at Kajakins and Stubby Stan, respectively. Um, you can find uh, the show on all social media networks by looking for Spawn on Me, um, wherever you are, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, what have you. Um, check out our network home, esn.fm slash Spawn on Me, and check out our site, SpawnOn.me. If you want to contact us, go to the contact page right there on the site and uh, hit us up, send us an email, or you can send us a tweet or a uh, telegram. Uh, carry pigeon, <laughs> smoke signal. Yeah, yeah, smoke signal. Uh, message in a bottle. Uh, Damn so. it! Now that song is going to be in my head. I hate you. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, it sucks. So, and so we're, I we're win. almost up. You win. So, so we're <laughs> almost up out of here. I want to give two quick shout outs to a couple of folks who shouted us out this week. Um, Atlas Anopoly. Um, they are trying to curate a. Um, podcasting and content creator uh, kind of sweet kind of site that is focused around people of color uh so if you check them out tell them that we sent you and also the manic puppy podcast they, they have this section called manic tip the hat yeah. they have the section in their podcast called tip the hat and they we we were in it this week uh so they yeah. shouted us out and said that we were pretty dope so thank you to them i checked out one of their episodes um and it's pretty fun it's cool they have, it's like four dudes hanging out uh talking about games and 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 tech and, and geeky things. So it was a lot of fun and you should check it out. Tell us what you think. Um, um yeah, I, I want to send a shout out, uh, to two, two really close members of Chicago. Um, the first is our, our great friend, our brother, Dan, the robot, Danimus prime, Daniel Moore, um, who is leaving the Wisconsin area. He's moving from Milwaukee him and his girlfriend, um, all the way to Hotlanta. Damn. Yeah, moving to the A. Moving to the A. So, uh, um, safe travels, brother, and I uh, love you, and I'm going to really, really miss you um, here here in town or here in, here in the area. We've had uh, some good times. Um, Jessica Dennis, I want you to make sure that you welcome uh, Dan and his girlfriend, to Atlanta in the best way using all of your southern charm and hospitality um, get them a mint julep and uh, and the other thing is I want to oh I want to big up two other people really quickly um, <laughs> I want to big up I want to big up Fambros 
for the 200th episode. Oh yeah, uh, big absolutely. Ups, big ups to you guys. And um, I wanna I wanna say congratulations to our our brother over at GTR, uh, Danny Pena. Yes. Um, for for um being inducted officially being inducted into the podcasting Hall of Fame at Podcast Movement this past week. Uh, congratulations, man, and uh, you, you know you are definitely uh, someone that we that we use as inspiration uh, to look up to, and and uh, you you are a a fantastic mentor, man. Yeah, so, he made he and, almost made me snot bubble cry with his acceptance speech. I I was yeah. like, damn it, don't make me cry, Danny. That's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm. I, listen, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch that shit. Forty three. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> word um, yeah big up word. word uh so this has been episode 72 of the spawn on me podcast wow that number is nuts to hear that out loud yeah 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 we want to thank you all for listening every week uh we want to thank you for all signal boosting and sharing our stuff thank you for for being uh down with us and for rocking with our patreon and rocking with all our merch and all the other cool stuff and sharing out good vibes for all of us again shout us out on the twitters the facebooks uh rate and review us on itunes and all that good stuff and we will see you all next week for episode 73 we say peace